to the Life After Hurt podcast with yours truly, Nicole and Sweeney. Guys, thank you so very much for tuning in every week to the Life After Hurt podcast. You are the many reasons why I keep this going. And special shout out to Germany, who has been consistently listening to the podcast. And so whoever you are in Germany, thank you so, so very much for your support. So today's episode, episode number six, is entitled Izzy's Porch. So in the post breakup, Journey is now staying at Izzy's house. She was staying with Case, but the altercation blew up, got really bad. It ended Journey in jail. And when Journey got bailed out by her homegirl, Izzy, she ended up staying with her. Everything happened so quickly. Journey wasn't able to get all of her clothes out of Case's house. And after she had gotten out of jail, she still had some of her belongings at Case's house. So Journey and Gracie had made arrangements to get Journey stuff out the house. Journey was going to go over there, pick them up. But instead, Case dropped Journey's clothes off on Izzy's porch without letting her know in a very unpredictable way. And Journey went off, y'all. It went off. So today, I want to share with you the three Ds on dealing with narcissistic personalities. Now, narcissistic personalities encompass so much stuff. But in today's episode, I just want to give you a brief definition of what narcissistic personality look like and how you can discover some of the traits of someone who has these characteristics. The abbreviated version of someone who has a narcissistic personality is someone who is extremely self-absorbed in a excessive way, someone that is manipulative, controlling, and calculated. Narcissists are also considered takers. And so if you are ever in a relationship with someone or you have some type of relational experience with them, they tend to take more than what they give to the relationship. They are also extremely unapologetic and unaccountable. And this is probably something that may catch a lot of people by surprise. Narcissistic individuals are extremely insecure. So we will discuss more about what narcissistic is on later episodes, but I wanted to give you a quick snapshot of what a narcissistic personality looks like. Another thing to know about this particular personality type is that it's not just limited to romantic relationships. Narcissism can show up in your friendships. It can show up in your family, of course, in your romantic relationships, but it can also show up on your job. And to also put a disclaimer out there, 
the information I am sharing with you is based on my experience and the wisdom and God, the wisdom and discernment that God has given me. If at any point you are listening to this video and you have discovered that you may have encountered some of the characteristics or the behavior traits I've described, I strongly recommend you seek out a counselor or a mental health professional. The first D on how to deal with a narcissistic personality is to disengage. In order to disengage, you have to maintain a neutral reaction. The job of a narcissist is to get you to react to whatever they throw your way or a scenario or a comment or something that they, they've done to you. They want you to react. They want you to react because they receive an extreme gratification and satisfaction from your reaction. They also want to gain control over your emotions as well. They want ownership of how you respond to them. They want ownership of your emotions. They want ownership of how you think and how you respond to them. They want ownership of your emotions so that they can control and manipulate you. So instead, I want you to disengage, have a neutral response for their calculated jabs. Always respond in a neutral way as best as you can, because unfortunately, narcissists are extremely unpredictable and you just never know when they are going to hit you with a scenario that will make you extremely emotional, upset, angry, and really troubled. You just never know how they're going to hit you. So you always want to respond in a neutral way. Respond and not react. So you have to mentally prepare yourself for how they will engage you. And sometimes no response is a response. We don't always have to react to the narcissist's behavior or what they might say to you or what they may do to you. You don't have to react. Sometimes you can just keep quiet, maintain your composure and your self-control and just allow them to have those type of interactions by themselves without engaging in any of their tactics or their ways. The second D on how to deal with a narcissistic personality is discernment. Discernment is the ability to judge well and accurately. How can you gain discernment? I'm sure you've asked. One of the ways you can gain discernment is by asking God to give you discernment or wisdom. In James chapter one, verses five through six, it reads, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives it generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. 
verse 6. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That's James chapter 1, verses 5 and 6. Journey did not have discernment. She reacted off pure emotion and it drew her into Case's tactic. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to respond in a way where you are in control of your emotions and no one else. And I'm here to encourage you to not use your own strength with dealing with a narcissist. You have to use the strength of God and discernment. And having discernment when dealing with a narcissistic personality is very important. It's important because it keeps you emotionally and mentally and spiritually safe and healthy. Narcissists are extremely unpredictable, yet they are very calculated. They study you so that they know what your triggers are. They study you so that they can take certain jabs at you to get a reaction out of you. And they study you in a way where their actions are very calculated and done in a way where your reaction is your fault and not their fault because of what they did. And they use that to victimize themselves and try to seem as if they are the better person or the bigger person or the not so crazy person because they're trying to get you to react to whatever bone they're throwing towards you. So don't catch it. Let it drop disengage and ask God for discernment when dealing with this type of personality. The third D on how to deal with a narcissistic personality is discover. Discover, discover, discover. Discover your opponent as well as discover who you are. And I'll share what that means in a couple of seconds. Learning about narcissism is extremely important and crucial if you are going to be dealing with them. Some of the ways to learn narcissism is to seek wise counsel, pay attention to their behaviors and their patterns, listen carefully to how they speak, their beliefs, their thoughts, what they think is important, what's not important. All of those things are telltale signs to a person's heart. As the quote says by Maya Angelou, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. And in order for you to know or discover what a person is showing you is to listen intently to what they're saying. Listen without judgment, of course, and without being extremely critical of what they're doing every single time, but be very careful and open your ears to what they say and what's on the inside of their heart. Make sure you don't weaponize what 
you have learned about this this person or the narcissistic personality. Don't weaponize it. Use it just as information to equip yourself on how you need to maneuver in that relationship with them. In sports, one of the ways that makes a team extremely unique or powerful or always winning is the fact that the team studies their opponent. They study their opponent. They learn who are the best players are. They learn who are the weakest players. They even learn some of the limitations of their greatest players. And that same theory or methodology can be used for dealing with narcissistic personalities. You have to learn who they are and some of their behavior characteristics. Some of the things that narcissistic personalities do are kind of, you know, repetitive. They have a pattern and a certain way of doing things, although they can be unpredictable, but overall they have a certain pattern of doing things. An example of that could be the way, you know, they deal with money, the way they treat people, how they respond when they're in the car with a whole bunch of traffic. How do they respond? How do they respond when you are sharing good news with them? All of those things can be very unpredictable at times, but they have certain patterns. And so it's very important for you to learn and study your your opponent. And I hate to say opponent as if, you know, it's you versus them, but it's very important for you to equip yourself so that you know how to interact and engage with narcissistic personalities, especially if you're dealing with them on an everyday basis. So study their patterns, pay attention to their behaviors, and be honest with yourself about who they are. Sometimes it's difficult to admit when someone we love or someone we're doing life with has narcissistic tendencies. It's difficult to admit that. Sometimes it's hard for us to even think that this person is capable of doing such things when they have helped you or they've given to you over the course of your relationship experience. But you have to be honest about who they are, no matter who they are. And the second part to this is to discover yourself. Discover yourself. Learn who you are. Learn your triggers. Learn what makes you happy. Learn what makes you sad. Learn how your body reacts and responds to certain people that come into the room. Learn and discover how you respond when a certain person is talking or if they share something with you. Pay attention to yourself and your body. So if you know you have some good news to share, something go, went really well in your life, and the person that you're sharing with shows that they aren't really excited about it or they are making the moment about them or they try to rain on your parade, you have to pay attention to that. Discover what that is all about. 
discover that. Discover what your triggers are. Because if you're consistently around someone who is triggering you, you may want to reevaluate your time and your space around them. If they're constantly doing things that they know will upset you, that is a red flag. So you have to learn what your triggers are to be able to make that decision for yourself. Also discover those you're in relationship with who are givers and who are takers. This could be very self-explanatory. Givers are individuals who reciprocate. Takers are individuals that remove or subtract without putting back into the pot or without depositing. So you have to learn and distinguish those in your circle, whether it's family, whether it's at work, whether it's a romantic relationship, whether it's a friendship. Discover those that are givers and those that are takers. And those who are your givers, lean into those relationships more because you are going to have reciprocation with those relationships. The takers, you may have to evaluate your time spent with them and what you share with them because you don't want to leave a relationship or walk away from a relationship depleted. That is not what God wants for us. That is not what I want for you. So really assess your relationships and discover those who are your givers and your takers. And today's affirmation is never stay stuck in an unhealthy relationship or experience. God will never call us to remain in abuse, stagnation, or toxic relationships. All right, y'all. Thank you so much again for tuning in. I look forward to checking out next week's podcast episode. And until then, remember that God is proud of you.